A few days this rain persisted, and it was a calming one. When they were summoned for dinner, she usually wanted to go and sleep the rest of the day away at this point. She knew she would get any sleep. The burst of warmth and the sticky wetness would haunt her all night, keeping her up, but she would rather battle the difficulties of the female body versus talking to her soon-to-be in-laws. Bellum, of course, fit right in. Talking and laughing with everyone else, he became the focus and the life of the party. It was easy to charm them with his sweet smile and spicy comments, and charm them he did. They hung off every word and were more than happy to debate. Even when some of the comments were controversial, they were all wrapped up in humor and carefully placed words which the others ate up. She thought the day would have ended the same until the odd question came up. It was Miss Hazel that piped up, which was shocking as she was the one that treated her as a ghost more often than not. Behind the fan she kept over her blushing face, Mrs. Hazel reached over and grabbed Bellum's hand. I personally don't understand why your family painted you as such a character. They have sent a letter calling you so many things, including a scoundrel, and I was wondering if this is a family joke. I mean, they even hinted that you have problems like dear Belladonna, and since you weren't shipped from a madhouse or have a tonic in your bag, I know they are quite wrong. Bella wanted to snatch Bellum's hand from the woman, thinking how these words were getting to him, even with his expression still being pleasant. Yes, Mr. Bellum is so lively and cheerful, and your sister is even more active around the house than we've seen her in days. I think you are a wonderful influence. Such a shame that you will have to leave from the home after the wedding. The voice was the young woman on the side of Bella's future husband. It was clear that she desired Bellum as she was hinting such a deal, making her wonder if she was the sister of her soon-to-be husband or someone who lived close to the area. Her eyes slid to Bellum, and she had to force herself not to winch. It was clear only to her eyes how odd his behavior had become from their comments. If he was a toy or some kind of puppet, she would have heard something snapping before hitting the floor. She knew why. The fact that these people had snooped in his things was infuriating, but it was the letters, and what they meant was more worrying. Their family knew he was here, and instead of coming here and dragging him away like they used to do before, they were waiting until after she was married before they came for him. The idea alone was terrifying. Looking at Bellum's stare at his cup, she was wondering how he was. How were they going to proceed with this? Oddly, many of our family says this, so I thank you for your kind words, madams. I would never do anything to harm my dear sister. She's the only one left to me in the whole family. Many mentioned that this Bonavar started when I saw her be born. You saw her birth? Henry asked, slightly a bit green, imagining it. I was a curious child, so I peeked. I have to admit, I wouldn't have if I knew I was, going to see, I was going to see, and yet I wouldn't trade my bond with my sister for anything in the world, Bellum stated, pulling his hand away to gently place on Bella's. I have never judged her for anything, even when our family calls her more odd behaviors. Even if this like a sickness, it's what can make a person stand out from the bunch. Bella felt his hand tightening as he joked and talked as if the news they had received wasn't a death sentence. The light laughter around her made her feel odd, requiring air. Thus she got up and walked away from the dinner table, not caring if she was excused. Quickly rushing to her room, she felt for a moment like a child who was stomping up to the room in protest. A bitter chuckle came out of her as the maids gasped from the blood that trailed behind her. Walking into the room, she ripped off her outfit from her body, looking to see the strawberry red liquid escape the confines of her rags. She changed into a white nightgown and she slipped into the bed, intending to rest. 
and forget the day's events. As she lay there, the door opened and Henry walked into the room. It was the first time he had done such a thing. Looking at her room and then to her, staring up at the ceiling on the bed, he stood there, staring at her. Is there a purpose of staring at me? Bella whispered. I heard that this time will make you hysterical. She heard him mutter as he stepped forward. Pulling her chair from her vanity, he sat down, looking at her for a moment longer. It is odd. What is? How you never explained you had a brother, Henry stated. His eyes stuck to her unbound hair. How could I explain to a person I have never talked to outside of polite conversation, she countered. Bella, you had many times at the dinner table. As I said, polite conversation. I believe it's rude to talk bad about family members at the table. So you would have had said rude things about your brother? No, it would have been about everyone else. But none of you were interested in me exactly, so I kept it to myself. Bella, that is not true. She knew what this was about now. Seeing Henry stare at her this way, she knew that he was called to action from the closeness of Bellum and her. He wasn't interested in her before, if ever. She remembered the times when before she had sent letters to a study through the maids and he had told her at dinner to stop doing that. Now, she was a little bit happy, he wanted to be the cause of that and was trying to take her away from Bellum. I am not going to secretly run off in the lope of Bellum if that's what you're fearing. I didn't. Why would you think that? Why else would you be in this room? Bella asked, slowly sitting up. Her glare sent her away. She hoped that was for the rest of the night. Even if the interaction was quick, she was drained. She did not wish to interact with anybody else, even if it was her Bellum. Go away, Bellum. Bellum continued to knock on the door. Bellum, I don't want to deal with you right now. After that, there was a moment where she thought he understood, only the side hearing her door open. Bella. She didn't know why, but his voice made her angry. Angry at him sharing their story. That he could give this family a reason to keep them apart. That he wasn't reacting as badly to the message to them both. Or that his second reason was still not communicated to her, though she had begun to dread what it was. The only thing that was keeping her from having a fit was the bloody rags on the floor which Bellum picked up and put away. You're mean, Bella, leaving me to those old croons. Why? You're so charming, I'm sure that they would keep you in sanity and all. That's a low blow, Bella, and you know it. She flopped backwards, tears unbidden at the close calls that she and he had. They had switched clothes for more than the reason of wanting to try on each other's garbs. There were times where only Bellum's airy charm or Bella's tears could ward away the many people who seemed to be drawn to the other. It was an easy bet that if you felt uncomfortable with one, you would desire the other. And many men, women, and even fellow children seemed to not understand that there were people, then toys. No one linked Bellum's insanity to, to these events as to admit that there was a parade of men and women after him, like that was insulting to the family. Bella didn't link them to this as well, but she was not so foolish to think that these events didn't help. Bella was more at ease with being Bella than she herself was. It was the reason why they kept their appearances and clothes as close as possible. 
We aren't twins. I never told such a lie, Bellum replied. You're not listening to me. Even if we were, you are a male and I am a female. They can't see anything past that fact. It was how the world was built after all. You sound certain. Wasn't that what we decided when we were little? She asked. Instead of a rebuttal, she felt the bed dip as a hand wandered down to her stomach, rubbing and pushing down before going to the junction of her legs. We were geniuses then. Why did we have to change? You couldn't get your hands bloody doing that, Bellum. There was a weak chuckle. Well then, are you going to clean off my hands like you used to? She looked at his hands. An image of her licking his wounds flickered. I told you, that people can probably smell, Bellum sighed, the sound making her heart drop. Just sleep, Bella. There'll be more draining, normal days ahead. Before he got up, she reached out and grabbed his hand, not minding the cooling slick of her own blood. We'll have these days together. He only smiled, but did not answer her, kissing her head as, she, as he parted from her room. Tears gathered in her eyes. She knew why. I would like to thank you for taking time out of your day to listen to another of the stories of the Illuminate Archives. I hope you have a wonderful day and your dreams are filled with our nightmares. We will be seeing you soon.